welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. Wherever we may go and to what spot we may turn, not only in our own country but in the lands of Europe and Asia, there is hardly a city or town in the civilized world where the name of Jacob Esty and Company is not known. This was a quote from the Rutland Daily Globe, June 10, 1874. Between the 1850s and the 1950s, Brattleboro's Estee Organ Company built more than 500,000 reed organs. Jacob Estee, founder of the business, could not play an instrument, but was instrumental in the development of American musical taste. On Saturday, November 18th, at 1 p.m. on the third floor of the municipal building, Dr. Dennis Waring will speak about the extraordinary life of Jacob Esty at the Brattleboro Historical Society. This talk is free and open to the public. We look forward to hearing about the leading figure of the Esty Organ Company. Dr. Waring is an expert on all things Esty, so this should be quite an afternoon. For decades, the Esty Company was a mainstay of the Brattleboro economy, and the Esty family made many lasting contributions to the fabric of the local community. As stated earlier, Jacob Esty was not a musician. He also did not know how to construct these intricate instruments. To his credit, Esty was a savvy entrepreneur and efficiently managed his company through technological and economic challenges to emerge as an internationally recognized producer of quality reed organs. The first reed instruments made in Brattleboro were manufactured by Samuel Jones. According to the Brattleboro Eagle newspaper, in 1846, the Jones, Woodbury, and Burdett Company began building melodeons in what became known as the Centerville Mill near the intersection of Western Avenue and William Street. The mill was powered by the Whetstone Brook. The building had previously operated as a paper mill and was presently using water power to grind grains into flour. The Melodian Company originally rented three rooms in the three-story mill. Samuel Jones had apprenticed as a cabin maker in Keene, New Hampshire, and in 1842 moved to Winchester, New Hampshire to work for a manufacturer of pipe organs. It was during this time that Jones experimented with reed organs construction. Pipe organs and reed organs produce their sounds differently. A pipe organ produces sound by passing wind through the pipes of different lengths, with and with uniquely shaped openings, much like a flute. A reed organ makes its sound when the wind vibrates a reed, similar to an oboe or bassoon. John Woodbury and Riley Burdett operated a music store in Brattleboro that specialized in violins, cellos, and double basses. In 1846, Woodbury and Burdett entered into agreement with Jones to produce reed-based melodians. Burdett had worked in a machine shop and taught music in the area. Samuel Jones was working on reed organ designs with his brother Joseph. The Jones brothers came to Brattleboro with two workbenches and some lumber. They purchased machinery and modified it to incorporate their reed organ designs. Riley Burdett helped with the machining and modifications. Jones, Woodbury, and Burdett produced melodians which were sold locally and shipped to the Boston area where they were sold on consignment.
Birdie decided to become more involved in the melodeon making business and trade his interest in the music store to Woodbury for Woodbury's interest in the instrument manufacturing concern. In 1847, the business became Jones and Burdett. By 1850, the company had made about 800 instruments of various sizes and designs. The instruments were proved through trial and error, and the company employed up to 14 workers. In September 1850, Jones sold his interest in the company to Guilford farmer, Edwin Carpenter. Burdett and Carpenter moved into Jacob Estes building just south of where Main Street's Kyle Gilbert Memorial Bridge is presently located. They increased their workforce to 18 employees. Estes had just completed the new two-story shop. At the time, Estes was in the lead pipe manufacturing and plumbing business. He was also a partner in a lumber business in the Slate and Marble Product Company. In 1852, Jacob Estes acquired Burdett's share in the business and Jacob Estes' involvement with organ manufacturing began. Riley Burdett may have been in financial difficulty because he continued to work for the company as a superintendent of manufacturing. What followed were a few more months of upheaval as investors came and went. When the dust settled in 1853, the owners of the business were Jacob Esty and H.P. Green. During the next seven years, the company had become firmly established. Jacob Esty devoted more of his energy and time into his investment. This Saturday, Dennis Waring will explain how Jacob Esty nurtured the fledgling organ manufacturing business into the world's largest manufacturer of reed organs. In the 1930s and 1940s, the Esty Company was looking to expand into new markets. The company developed a line of miniature children's organs for small players. They weighed about 30 pounds and possessed three octave keyboards. Large department stores featured the pint-sized instrument marketed for children 5 to 12. One of these playable organs will be displayed at the Municipal Center this Saturday, and if you are interested, you can take a shot at tinkling out a tune on the instrument from an earlier century. Much of the information for this story is found in Dennis Waring's book, Manufacturing the Muse, SD Organs and Consumer Culture in the Victorian Era. We'd like to thank Gilbert, Seamus, Noah, Jordan, Evan, Logan, Charlie, Eliza, Isabel, and Rose for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.